Okay, Tov, we are in Malachim Bet, chapter 9, right? <clears throat> and Yehu has just become, has just been anointed king by the student of Elisha. Some say it was Yonah, right? Didn't we say this was this? Yes. This was Yonah who was the one who anointed him? Okay, so Yehu yes. just becomes, um, was just anointed. We said he was anointed, not with the oil from a horn, but with oil from a flask, which is the... Difference between the kingdom of David and... Is it air condition? It just got probably colder. The heat, probably the heat. Okay. Um, he's anointed oil from a flask, which is significant because it's, it's not as high a level as oil from a horn, um, and which is what the, the kings from David's line get, okay? And the, the, basically the nivuah to him is that he has to strike down the house of Ahav, and you will avenge the blood of my, suit, my, my servants, the Nevi'im, says Hashem, through that, that were killed by Izevel and the house of Ahav. Okay, so the whole, the whole foundation of Yehu's kingship is going to be to take out the house of Ahav, mm-hmm. and especially the house of Izevel. Okay, as, the, as, as you, if you remember, whenever after Ahav uh, had Navot killed, the promise to Ahab was that there would be nobody left in your household, even a, a, someone who pees against the wall. I'm sorry for the crudeness, but that's literally exactly what the, it translates to. It's either a dog or a child or something, but there would be nobody left in the house. Okay, And the promise was that also Izevel would be consumed by the dogs. Okay, So Izevel, her, her flesh would be consumed by the dogs. And these were all promises that were made back in the time of uh, in Melachim Aleph, at the end of Melachim Aleph, when we were speaking about the atrocities of Izevel and the house of Achav. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we are... And then uh, Yehu, after receiving this nevuah from the student of Elisha, he comes back and the people are like, what did this crazy guy tell you? And he said, ah, you know, he's pretty crazy people, what they say. And he said, no, tell us. And then he said, this is what they said. They said, I'm going to be king over Israel. So they took... Their clothing and they put it in front of or under uh, um, Yehu and they put him on top of the step and they blew a shofar and they said Yehu is now king. Now why is this an opportune time to make Yehu the king? Because they are currently at war with uh, near Yavesh Gilad, remember? It was Yavesh Gilad, right? And um, who's the king again? The king that, that that's, uh, give me the, the list. Who is the king that Yehu is about to take out? Uh, Yoram. Yoram was injured from this war in Yavesh Gilad. Okay? Mm-hmm. So Yoram's not, not even in the scene of the battle, and Yehu is all of a sudden made king there. Okay? Mm-hmm. Pasuk Yudalit. I think we got up to Pasuk 14 or something. And Yehu, son of Yehoshaphat, son of Nimshi, he. He basically built a rebellion against Yehoram. And Yoram was... Hold on. Shomer Beramot Gilad. He wasn't in Ramot Gilad anymore. I thought we said he already loved Ramot Gilad. Right, okay. And he had been, as I have to say, Yehoram was what had been in Ramot Gilad. That's what it says there. He had been in Ramot Gilad because of Chazael, king of Aram. Chazael also was anointed by whom? Or was made king by whom? Chazael was made king by Elisha. Elisha himself, okay? So he was running, he was 
uh, attacking Chazael, and he had been in Ramot Gilad. But now, Pasuk Tetva, Vayashov Yoram Melech Yilitrape Israel. Yoram the king went to heal himself in Israel. Mina Makima Shediaku Aramim from the strikes that he got from the blows he got from the Aramim, who were led by Chazael. And then Yehu, now having become, become king, he tells all of the people who just anointed him, please make sure nobody gets out and tells Yehoram, Yoram, what just happened. Why? Yehu says, anybody who just crowned me, who just made me king, and who's part of this rebellion... Nobody go to Israel and tell Yehoram what happened. Why does Yehu say that? He doesn't want the word to get out. He doesn't want the word to get out, so he could come. It's a rebellion against Yehoram. He wants to preserve the element of surprise. Okay, naturally, whenever you anoint yourself king while another king is in place, your goal is, after becoming king, is to overthrow him. So don't go to Israel and tell Yehoram what's about to happen because I want to, to, to preserve the element of surprise. Okay? Pazuk Tadzain. And Yehu rides and he goes to Israel. Because that's where Yehoram is. And Achaziah went to see Yehoram. Now, again, we're going to, we've, uh, we know why Achaziah has so much, quote-unquote, love for Yehoram. And that is because they're, fir- they're first cousins. Okay? Because Achaziah is the son of... Is the son of uh, what? Atalia? He's the son of Atalia. Yeah, and Atalia is the daughter of Achav. We're not sure if it's specifically the daughter of Isabel, but it's the daughter of Achav, okay? All right. And Achaziah was there with Yehoram in Israel. And then there was a watchman who was standing watch. In the tower in which Yehoram was healing, and he's standing there by Shifat Yehu and he sees the the entourage. Shifat is the the multitude of people, the entourage of Yehu as he's coming to the city of Israel. Vayomer Shifat Aniroe, and he sees he says I see an entourage. Vayomer Yehoram kach rakav ushlach rikatam vayomar hashalom. So Yehoram says, Okay, you see an entourage. Probably just some assembly coming to meet me as king or wish me, you know, health and whatnot. Send a, a rider and tell the rider to go visit the entourage and ask them, is all in peace? Now, why is Yehoram doing this? Why would, he, why would he send the rider to visit the entourage? To make sure they're not an attacking Make sure they're not an attack. If they're an attacking group, then the Rakav tells you early. And then you see for the watchman sees the Rakav gets killed early and then he could run away. Okay. <clears throat> So the guy riding the, the horse goes to visit this entourage of Yehu. And he says, the king has said, is everything in peace? And Yehu says to him, what is it to you that we should have peace? Come join my entourage. So uh, the guy, the horseman just simply goes into the entourage. And then, then the, the watchman who's in the tower with Yehoram, he says, that's interesting, the messenger went to them but did not come. He did not come back. He just joined their entourage. So he sends another horseman. And he says, 
uh, everything in peace, is everything with peace. And then Yehu says, what is it to you to have peace? Come join my entourage. So he joins his entourage. He says he came to them again. And the guy, second guy also didn't return. He just joined the entourage. And then the watchman says, and it seems like the rider is Yehu, son of Nimshi. Because he rides wildly. Apparently Yehu was known for the way he rides his horse. He rode his horse was very like erratic. You know, he would ride it very, I don't know, not in a controlled manner. So when he saw, when he came closer, the watchman notices that it seems like it's Yehu because he notices the way he rides. You know what? The second guy didn't turn back. He just joined the entourage. And it seems like the entourage is being led by Yehu. And I could tell because he rides his horse wildly. Pasuk of Aleph. Vayomer Yehoram Esor. And then Yehoram says, okay, good, let's get, um, uh, what's the word for preparing a horse? Um, Prepare the chariots. No, harness. No, harness, harness, harness that's right. Harness my horse. So he harnesses it and Yehoram and Echaziah, the king of Judah, his cousin, they go out and they go to Yehu and where do they find him? They find him in the, in the field, in the of, field Navot. of Navot. Now, this is because all of the punishment for the house of Achav came to a, what's the word? Came to hilt in the story of Navot when they took his field and killed him, right? Through Zevel's uh, machinations. Ah, yes, yes. So, so the punishment for the family of Achav, this is like the showdown where Achav's family gets punished, is going to take place in this field of Navot. That's okay? the same field. It's the same field. Yeah. Bloody field. Of course, by now, this field is part of the Achav family heritage. Yeah, yeah. So it's like close to the king's house and, you know. But Dafka says it's the field of Navot to still remind a, us of where. It's still, still a field of Navot because it wants to show that there's going to be some midah, can I get midah happening here? Mm-hmm. And that the punishment is going to take place in the field that they stole. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Yehoram says, Yehu, he says, is everything okay, Yehu? Are we in peace, Yehu? And Yehu says, what, you think there should be peace because of the deviousness of Izebel, your mother, and her, and her uh, witchcraft that she did? Meaning Yehu basically says, how could there be peace after the evil that Izebel, your, in this case, is his uh, mother or grandmother? Achaziah. Mother. Says mother, but was Achaz, was Achaziah the, was the, wasn't Achaziah son of Atalia, right? No, Achaziah was the son of Isabel. Achaziah was so. How was Atalia in the picture? Oh, wait, it depends which Achaziah. Why can't I remember these details? Because <laughs> everyone's name is the same. everyone's name is the same. <laughs> they're all they're all <laughs> That's why I'm confused also on which. So this Yehoram, this is um, this is Yehoram, king of king of Israel. Or this is Yehoram, oh. king of uh, Judah. Oh, 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 no, 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 no! I, I confused. I thought we we're talking about Achaziah. We're no, not. not Achaziah is the son of Atalia, but Yehu is the grandson. Is the grandson of Izevel? Yeah, yeah. It all makes sense. Okay, Yehoram. Um, not from a family, different family line. Yehoram is from the same family as, as Achav. Okay, but not okay. Yehu. 
Yahoo's not from that family line. Yahoo's not. I just said okay. Yahoo. I meant, I, meant, I meant to say Yoram. <laughs> he just called his mama. Yes. No, no. Yahoo is not from this family. I know. No, no. I'm saying he's calling the kids Yorams. Yes. Yo, what, how do they yeah, translate it? What kind of language is this to me? No, I, uh, it says harlotry. Harlot. Oh, the harlotry. It's not necessarily harlotry. It could be deviousness or... Zenune could also mean... And it should has sexual connotation, but it could just mean the evil of your thing. Okay. So, okay. So, we cleared it all up. Okay. He's talking... Yehu, who's not from this family, is talking to Yehoram, who's direct descendant of Izevil. The reason I was confused is because I thought he was talking to Ahaziah, who was the son of Ataliyah. You see Yehoram, king of... Israel, not king of Yehuda. This is Yoram, exactly. That's important to know. This is Yehoram, the king of Israel. Because there already was a Yehoram. Yehoshaphat's son is also named Yehoram, but that's a different family. Okay. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. Alright. Gotta have coffee just to be focused enough to follow all of this. Alright, are we good? Yes. Yehu just says, of course there can't be peace. Because you're, you're of your, the um, Izebel's uh, deviousness and her witchcraft. So Yehoram turns his hands, meaning he turns his horse, and he runs away. And then he says to Achaziah, no, this is treason, Achaziah, or this is a trick. We have to get away. Because he realizes that Yehu is not coming in friendship. And then Yehu fills his hands with his bow. And he strikes Yehoram between his shoulders. shoulders. And the arrow comes out of his heart. And and Yehoram falls on his horse. Okay. And then he turns to Bidkar, the man named Bidkar, who was his servant. Take Yehoram and throw him into the field of Navot. For I remember and you remember the Rochavim Simadim Achare Achav Aviv that we were riding together after Achav his father. And God gave him the following message. Because I have seen the blood of... I'm translating not exactly literally, but I'm translating to get the point across. Uh, because I have seen the blood of Navot yesterday. I'm going to pay you back in this portion of land. And therefore... Uh, Bidkar, take him and throw him into the into the field, exactly as Hashem said. Meaning, what just happened here? Yehu is Yehu, King Yehu, is telling his servant Bidkar. Mm-hmm. He's saying, throw him into the field because when we were younger, you and me, Bidkar, we were riding two horses next to each other, and we were riding behind Achav when we heard that the Navi told him that he's going to get punished in this plot of land. Mm-hmm. And now it's up to us to fulfill that prophecy that we. Both of us heard. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
and Achaziah tries to run away as well. They chase him by the way of Beit Hagan. They chased after him. Yehu chased after him. And he said, also he, we shall, we shall struck him. So they struck him and he went to Megiddo and he died in Megiddo from the strikes. And then they took Achaziah, king of Yehuda, also to Yerushalayim. And they buried him in his burial spot with his forefathers in the city of David. Okay? So very, very interesting that King Yehu, not only in this day, kills Yehoram, king of Israel. In this day, he also king, kills Achaziah, who's also from the family of Achav through his mother, Ataliah. So he kills Achaziah also, and they have to bury Achaziah in Yerushalayim. So double whammy in one day. We'll continue with uh, continued killings. Yeah, who's not going to finish? Stop there. Yeah, who's going to continue until he wipes out who's the... Bad? No, yeah, for now, yeah, who is doing the Nevoah Vashem? But we'll see. It may get a little bit too bloody. Okay? Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen. Amen.